Okay, hello, good evening, and welcome to yet another Mad Axman podcast. Now, this is a new, um, well, not entirely new format, really, a bit of a hybrid. I received quite a lot of good feedback on the last set of reports, which were the top-down video reports looking at the the games from BIG in Bristol, <coughs> with a series of, of photos from top-down in which I just kind of chatted through them and, and talked about what I was thinking in terms of tactics as the games were going on. Um, this, this next set of games we're looking at here is from Devizes. It was a 25 mil competition. The reports, as you'll see, particularly if you're watching on um, on YouTube already, are the much more normal um, captions and, and photos type reports. But I thought what I'd try to do, given the feedback from last time, is to see if I can actually do a parallel talk through looking at the, the big picture tactics stuff to complement the, the much more tactical, on the ground, um, close up, silly captions, um, silly pictures kind of stuff that, that the normal reports do. So you kind of get two views of of the same set of battles, one looking more strategic, um, one looking a bit more tactical. So with that in mind, um, I'll take a quick slurp of Coke, um, not Wadsworth 6X, and, and try and start talking you through devices, which <coughs> for those of you who don't know, devices is one of the 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 sort of long-standing shows and competitions in the UK, in the southwest, it's a brewery town, always has been, and, and oh, you know, I'm saying that because quite a lot of places now have, have microbreweries that, that things come in, but Wadsworth 6X or Wadworth 6X is the local brew, and many of the pubs down there, nearly all of them, will sell that. Um, it's in the middle of summer in July, so you basically get to go to a nice west country town, have local beer. Um, have a curry there's a few decent curry houses there and a, and a very friendly competition and for the last couple of years they've run a, a 25 mil ADLG event and which has been growing I think it's now probably the biggest event that that takes place there amongst all the all the historical periods and for this one the the theme was kind of a dark ages fall of Rome 400 500 up to about a thousand just kind of creeping into not quite nights, um, if, if that makes sense as a period. And for it, <coughs> I decided to take African Vandal, partly because it's simple, it's a good good drinker's army, it, it relies on, on charging impetuous elite cavalry, um, partly because I own the figures, my, my Dark Age collection can make that sort of army reasonably easily. But I say reasonably because I also ended up supplying another army for, for another one of the players at Central London, so, so my collection of Dark Age figures had to be enhanced quite quickly by by buying a packet of the the Gripping Beast um, plastic cavalry that you may well see or you will see later on in this report. So, let's let's kind of crack on and and start rolling forward through this. The the first game in the um, in the competition was against an Arab Conquest army. Um, one of I, I guess it's an army that was attempting. Or looking to to do the new hotness in ADLG, which is is take a a massive, as in sort of 25 plus unit army, full of pretty average but but pretty tough stuff. And uh, the theory with that is it can swarm and, and overwhelm an enemy before they can chop through the, the middle. Particularly with that the big block of, of heavy foot, which um, you'll kind of see over here in the Arab army, big big solid line of spearmen. Um, you've got quite of a mixed weird command over here on, on this side 
medium foot, javelin men, swordsmen, camels, all mixed in. I, I wasn't quite sure what was what was going on there. And then the other um, Arab thing, which is Lancer cavalry, but mediocre. So you're trading off the fact that they they are, are not necessarily that good in sustained combat, but um, impact allows them to, to do well at the start. So if they win, they, they start winning. So my army was pretty damn simple. I had a big command didn't try to mix up what any of the commands were doing. It's three commands that, that just did one thing each. So there's a command of six impetuous heavy foot swordsmen, screened by six Moorish light foot, mix of javelins and bows. Then I had a big cavalry command, I think at about six or seven of the charging lancers, and then a smaller cavalry command with, with three or four of them and a couple of skirmishing bows. So it almost kind of writes itself the the challenge or you know, not not a wildly difficult challenge is is avoiding the simplicity of going cavalry on both wings, infantry down the middle, because that that ends up with not really enough cavalry on on either wing to win. Um, so instead, stick the infantry on one side or the other, pile all the cavalry on the other side, try and overwhelm one wing. In in this case, it would be the enemy left. It would be my right. Um, you're committed to that tactic, and and then roll up the enemy whilst the heavy swordsman hold back they're not trying to get into combat too early because ultimately they're a they're a block in front of the the 45 camp that i'd taken um they're a block to try and hold up an enemy and to to take out that six units that 12 12 break points in the 20 some odd break point army you are still um needing to do four hits each on six units you've got to do 24 points of damage to to get that chunk off the table and, and through it so in which time hopefully these guys have been in combat and are, are rolling up your flank so so let's have a look at what we're doing to start with as we say very much stacked to to this side this is the smaller command with the light horse just piling forward there's there's only a couple of light horse here so the the risk of being shot minimal they, they look like lancers they're possibly even impact light horse so very minimal chance of being shot indeed um it's just really rush everything here before this block of infantry can presumably start inching over in, in front of the cavalry because these medium impact cavalry who, who have in theory got a clever plan to do, it's not so clever if they're facing lots and lots more um, elite impact heavy cavalry just at high speed. So what else did I do? Um, this was the weird thing, I guess, looking at this gap, the plan of pile everything into one flank, if the gap's not actually big enough to fit, the whatever it was, seven um, plus three, ten cavalry into, I ended up sort of immediately doing something different to, to what I planned to do and split the cavalry in the, the big command to go either side of, of that heavy foot block. So some of them were going here, some of them were going here to shore this up. And I was just trying to avoid really fighting these guys and, and neutralise them by taking them out of the game because... They didn't fit, and this these medium foot were a pretty squishy target. So, so doing exactly what you shouldn't do to start with, splitting the cavalry, and and off they go. So, you can see very very quickly this army is <coughs> is all about getting in your face before you can react. All this lot have had a chance to do is is expand out from their normal formation, and now I'm pretty much you know if I charge these and I roll long, I'm going to be hitting these people already with with my heavy cavalry here. The infantry barely had a chance to, to start moving across. So this is charge in my turn two to get that, that force of, of arms in there. Um, equally, 
doing the same here. Their, their infantry, their medium foot javelinmen, I think, are, are retreating. I'm pushing forward what is a force that isn't really expected to do much. Um, I think really it was, here's three cavalry, they don't fit on the other side. But if I shove them in, in the face of the enemy here, it will stop this whole formation racing forwards and attacking my heavy foot, which, which you know, you say there's two people at risk here, means none of my heavy foot are at risk for ages, and it buys much more time for the guys on the other flank to, to do well and start start charging in. So <coughs> here you can see textbook stuff, heavy foot move up, slide across. They're starting to get in the face of these heavy cavalry, but, but at the moment, heavy foot, impetuous cavalry, I'm not impetuous. I don't have to charge steady heavy foot. It's that's one of the, the rules about you know they, these guys are pretty mad, but they won't charge to to their death. And there's still a gap here through through which I can have a go at these guys. It's going to be difficult now to get get into them all, but I'm tossing this up. It's well, you know not really. It's, it's it's my only plan. Elite heavy cavalry against mediocre medium cavalry. Even if they ended up with an overlap, so what really? And um. And that's exactly what I did. So you've got the, the general who was embedded here. Again, that, that logic being it's a small command. It's only three three cavalry wide. They need to get into combat and win. Um, if he dies, there's probably all his troops that come with him that fight are actually committed anyway by that time. Um, because it's a three wide line that's going to charge something. So embed him, save the points and... Um, and get the extra plus one in combat. So, so what you effectively have here is, I'm better here because of armor and elite versus mediocre. I'm effectively another plus one here because of the general. Here I've got an overlap, but it's kind of cancelled out by mediocre versus elite and armor versus um, versus no armor. So, the overlap's normally terrible, but you know works pretty well here for in, in my favor. So this is back onto the other side. These guys are just doing their let's get stuck into something and cause trouble routine. Um, the, the heavy foot have split. Some of them drifted to the left. Others, as you saw earlier, drifted to the right. Um, so I'm already messing up this enemy formation. And, and these other two charge in. This one, this one charges after these guys who've evaded. I'm not quite sure what he's going to do. He could go in here. He could go in here. But, but at the moment, he's a impetuous heavy cavalry who's in a very awkward place for for the enemy again in in about turn two before they really get a chance to do anything with this this clever complicated formation on on this side so so let's have a look at what the the small command does unsurprisingly elite armored general against mediocre mediums that's the one where the big win is that goes in and does two hits i get a, a wash at the end and i actually win here as well despite the overlap the the dice work in my favor and, and there's a win here so suddenly this this clever formation is is in trouble these infantry normally could do something but they're if they do they'll be um they'll be run over by my cavalry to the front so so what happens in the next turn you can't really survive against a general elite armor with two hits to your name when you're mediocre so that's the first hole my guys don't don't follow up because it's the enemy turn but but this flank is is already in a, a world of trouble for um for the Arabs. Um, and what's going to happen here? Who knows quite yet, you know. But it's it's just a mess, really. So these guys are are now sort of unopposed on about this half of the table because he's not long for this world, and, and this guy's going to be in trouble as well. Over in in the rest of it, yep, 
not doing so well against the heavy foot, but but the aim is almost just to hold them where they are for a while. These two are are stuck into some medium foot. Um, the Arabs have done their their clever tactic, which I've I've now worked out what it is by this time in the game. And with with this lot becalmed and pinned down, and actually looking at, at what's actually facing them here, the the sum at least of the heavy foot do start to come forward because they think working out that whilst whilst this is going well and this flank is going well, ultimately we are still facing a very big army here. So even rolling it up from this end and, and wiping out completely everything, these guys win here, they're going to be into the flank of heavy foot, which is good, but it is still going to take time. So so by now I've suddenly realised that the heavy foot of my army are going to have to do something to knock some casualties off, off this part of the enemy army. Otherwise, um, even though it's going well on the other flank, that may well not be quick enough to, to actually achieve anything um, over there. So, um, and this is the slide across trick. So, so the camels were, were originally kind of over here in the line. They've moved forward a base, slid across, which means they're now touching my, um, my cavalry. So as well as effectively providing a, a kind of, I guess, a, a crap camely death star for, for surrounded by these two medium foot to, to stop me chasing into them, they can actually also move forwards and, and join in. And because they're camels, it's only a one pip move as long as they move a, a base forwards. If they're elephants, it'd be two. And you'd not necessarily want elephants there. These are a bit cheaper. So <coughs> interesting tactic, um, interesting tactic. So what's happening here, we've we've kind of gone through again. This time they do follow up. This one wins. This one pursues forwards with it. This one is still hanging on. <laughs> they're just in a world of trouble. Um, but this means this much of the table, you've got a four... This is nearly a foot wide of the table with the rest of my cavalry piling through the gap as well. That, that's looking good. So over on um, over on the other end of the line, what's happening? We're just using some of these sort of spare cavalry who <coughs> otherwise don't have too much to do. But but just to pile into the end of um, end of that other line of, of foot to stop them, stop them pressing forwards whilst whilst my cavalry are kind of winning over here. You can see some of the other Arab cavalry have already started to retreat and get out of um, get out of the problematic position there. We're getting a bit of luck here, to be fair, um, which which was pretty much one of the themes of, of the game. Um, the, the rub of the dice did did go with me in this one. So we're, we're just engaging in there, but this is now starting to be, let's hold these there, let's let's make it difficult for them to, to turn and face up to this, this threat by attacking their pips, attacking their command and control. So here's a, a bigger kind of top-down picture of that, that left-hand side of the table to see what's happening. <coughs> this guy, remarkably, is still still chewing away. You know, he's got the minus for the camels, he's got an overlap, but he does have his friend who's gone through medium foot there. So we've bogged down, this one's gone, another one, we've bogged down four units, one of which we've already killed here, with these two cavalry, which makes the the size and scale of this flank suddenly not not so clever. Um, with my infantry pressing forward, the the two light camels are a bit rubbish. They they've been withdrawn, and and the Arabs are now starting, even though their pips are spread all along here. Um, they're starting to try and develop this this over, overwhelm outflank outnumber thing by pushing their their cavalry or camelry forwards here. Um, the infantry will come up later. What am I doing? I'm I'm really just pressing them, ready to hold them. I, you know, I'm not. If I can engage one or two here, that's great. But I, 
all I've done really is is make this whole big big formation sort of neutralized it through an attack through screening them through through doing and and as they try and do things it's it's breaking them up and, and making their already over complex command and control even more difficult so here this guy's actually taken a hit now um the camels have turned into his flank um in which takes one move to move out there another move of me fighting another turn to turn in the flank so it's a long long process to to get that advantage there this guy has pushed forwards and broken forwards. He's being caught by, by some other people who are trying the light horse with impact um, trick, which makes light horse almost a decent um, light horse impact, pretty decent to hit people in the flank, much better than normal light horse um, as he's pushed forwards. I partly pushed him forwards in case he does die to, to stop those guys getting ki killed behind him. Um, but here, here's where the action is really taking place. These are the three heavy cavalry with um, who who broke through on the right they've now wheeled out and they are just running you know, nothing overly clever it's let's find a target let's form a nice neat line let's just go forward so they're they're slamming into the, the flanks of these cavalry they're coming into the rear of of this group that that can't really turn because it's got got my cavalry facing in the front as well and the aim is just to get them as far over here as possible as quickly as possible and, and into combat with someone um so so what else is happening on the other flank? This remember there are there are six of these infantry. So so the fact that two of them are here have made it all the way across the table into um, <coughs> into that enemy line. They've they've removed that that flanking um, flanking cavalry straight away. But I've still got four of them somewhere else sat back um, defending the camp, not being killed, being being breakpoints in my army that that no one else is getting, and they're just adding to the the pain, the, the problems that that this this enemy commander's got by by chewing it up and fixing it back in place there and keeping it away from my camp. So here um, we're starting to do something slightly interesting. As you see, this is the this is the flanking people coming up. This one has, has run through the back of um, back of some of the infantry, and these cavalry who went in did some damage. They've they've done something that is is fairly easy to forget to do they've they've chosen to break off and um and fall back because they're much better at impact than in in sustained melee so what that does is still means these guys can't turn around to deal with this because these these people are here they've actually got a bit more flexibility of drifting left and right to, to put more pressure on um this guy is now going to cause them a problem as well as well as the light horse and um yeah, here we are on the other side. This just this guy did so so well. He against all the odds every time he, he became almost one of those units that the enemy gets more obsessed with killing that one unit than it does with winning the game. Um, you know, he, he pulled out great dice roll after great dice roll, stayed on one hit, um, one hit forever. And you know, when the enemy are throwing swordsmen, medium swordsmen, javelinmen almost at him anything you, you can see there's there's a psychological element to the game as well as a, a tactical one and and because you know the the heavy foot were all, all over here these things these medium foot you can see they've taken a hit there and um boom ne next photo he goes through those um as well so suddenly he's done even more damage causing even more problems um and continuing just to do well because you know if you're throwing medium foot at cavalry there are just too many heavy charging cavalry in this army for for a medium foot army or an army that relies on medium foot to bulk itself out 
to to sustain itself again. So here comes yet more obsession. Um, these guys spin into his flank. Some Lightfoot, some bowmen come up and help as well. The general's going in. It's just like, let's kill the bastard. Um, <coughs> anything to get him out of the game. Although, you know, he, he is a massive problem in, in that area as well. Um, and the, the heavy foot have, have swung around um, and are, are starting to come in the back of my, my, media, um, my own media heavies here. So here we've still got um, more of this, this flank commanders now starting to get into that main line of um, of the infantry. You saw it a couple of turns, a couple of pictures ago up here, this, this line of four. So you'll see here, these guys are now into here, this one's into here, and these guys can go back in. So so what this does, it, it breaks up the line, it gives even more overlaps. These people are just being turned and separated to, to go through. And, and what was a big, big solid line with a lot of breakpoints is, is going down very, very quickly. Um, from the top by now only two of them only two of them left and the light horse are coming in to provide overlaps these guys are in the rear more hit markers than than you can imagine really um back back to the other side even though he's hitting the flank super survival guy he still only takes one hit he is only fighting um unarmored medium foot he is he is armored anyway and he is elite so that still helps um so he's still still chugging away these guys have turned to to fight the <coughs> arrow spearmen after dispatching the, the medium foot in front of them and we're keeping the whole battle pretty much on the deployment line of of a command whose theory was to be the broad command to to advance and, and envelop and i've just fed extra troops into it to make sure it stays there on the other side it's gone the, you know the one two three four five six five sorry um light um heavy cavalry coming into heavy foot from all sides they've they've taken them out in very very short order um very short order indeed so this is now pretty much half the battlefield with no no arab troops on it where once there were medium cavalry and a big big line of foot um not entirely sure where this is i, I suspect it's kind of nearer to to my baseline this is some of the the odds and sods of arab foot who've, who've tried to make a break breakthrough and try and come around and, and rush towards the camp but you know the camels are stripped out i've still got four units of heavy infantry who are still kicking around here all the siloi are still around so they're, they're just getting mugged um in, in decent order finally um everything gets thrown at this guy another light camel in the back all sorts of things um finally he goes he's gone but with that there are just too many dead arabs um everywhere to make this viable and and the game's won really from from that attack very very swift attack on the right to to punching a hole through where the um where the arabs didn't quite expect so much force and and holding back on the um on the left flank as well and and only sending forward the you know impetuous heavy foot um just leaving them there as a block and and sending them when the enemy was already fixed in place and when its formation was starting to break up um to to record a pretty chunky victory um for the first game so hopefully that overview maps on to um reading it and if you're if you're listening to this while whilst reading it um or you're watching on youtube um, hopefully that was worthwhile for you thank you